0: This is the multi-voice text-to-speech podfic reading of, For Queen and Country, by Quiet Lemon Hush. Everyone thought Sirius would be an alpha. He was intimidating, piercing gray eyes and a sly smile and magic that was too fast and fierce for anyone to combat. He stopped coming to dueling club in fifth year, tired of winning, but he would always accept a challenge, and had wiped the floor with anyone brave or stupid enough to try. The atmosphere shifted when he came into a room, like he had a denser center of gravity than everyone else, and the world orbited towards him. He was, of course, fey and beautiful and elegant, with fine wrist bones and delicate hands, but most people missed those details, enamored with his power. Remus did not. It's fine if you never present, Remus had said with a shrug, half a dozen times over the course of their Hogwarts career. Sirius was late. Everyone else knew more or less by the time year hit, and reported to Pomfrey for the necessary suppressants to keep Hogwarts from turning into a bloodbath. Or a slick bath. But Sirius was curiously untouched, to the heartbreak of half the student population, and did not react when given the usual testing potions. Remus thought it might be the stress. While Berga and Orion already had a list of mates lined up regardless of which way he turned out, and even after Regulus dueled Orion, took control of the House of Black, and excommunicated both his parents, Remus could tell it haunted him. He tried not to think about what would have happened if he had presented when they were in control, what might have been forced on him. It made Remus's palms sweat. It made him dizzy. Even at Hogwarts, Sirius seemed to be dodging affections. He never dated anyone, never accepted a kiss. It wasn't for a lack of viable options, Sirius just didn't seem interested, shook his head when Davy Gudgeon and Emmeline Vance offered him a three-way so he could figure out his preferences. That made Remus's palms sweat too, but he tried not to think about it. He tried not to think about a lot of things. Sirius was his best friend, and his best friend did not want to be with anyone, Alpha, Omega, Beta or other species included. Remus knew about the other species thing because he had watched a group of centaurs proposition Sirius very sweetly, and Sirius had said, No, thank you, but it's kind of you to ask. It didn't matter that Remus wanted to kiss Sirius until they were both dizzy. It didn't matter that Remus dreamed about holding him in the moonlight. Sirius didn't want it, so it didn't matter. Remus had learned to enjoy what Sirius did have to offer, which was quite a lot. They bought a flat together made dinner together most nights, and Remus loved that, loved the ease of boiling pasta while Sirius cut up zucchini and prattled on about what he was learning in his research. If, sometimes, he imagined kissing Sirius against the fridge, he pushed the thoughts away. They were just friends. That was all Sirius wanted, so Remus would force himself to want that too. All of this sort of broke open in his face when Sirius presented. Get here, now. That was all Regulus's Patronus had said, 3 p.m. on a Wednesday, and Remus threw his quill down and ran. The war was over but the side effects lingered, and Remus arrived to the newly remodeled Grimald Place with his wand drawn. Regulus had done wonders for the place. It was bright and airy now, sunlight and plants everywhere, no more house elf heads on the walls. Even Sirius would come over now, although there were still rooms he wouldn't enter. Regulus Remus shouted, as he came out of the flue, blood pounding in his ears. Regulus, are you all right? Stop shouting, Regulus said testily. He was standing in the grand entry hall of Grimald Place, wearing the kind of fine, dark robes he wore now that the war was done and he could pretend to be a bored aristocrat all the time instead of the hard working enchanter he actually was. Are you okay? Remus demanded. Is Sirius I'm fine, Regulus said.
1: Sirius is.
0: He trailed off, rubbed one hand through his hair, a habit he had picked up from James. It's finally happened, he said. What has? It, Regulus said severely, and when Remus stared at him threw up his hands.
1: He's presented, Remus. Come on, get your head in the game. You're meant to be helping me. If I needed someone to stare stupidly I'd let James come home
0: let Remus asked.
1: Well, he's an alpha, isn't he? And my brother currently smells good enough that half of St. Mungo's already had a go, and I'm not adding to the trauma. Not to mention he's fucking fertile now, which is just about as horrifying as it gets. And to top it all off, he cried.
0: Regulus looked truly distressed at that.
1: So now I've got to murder a bunch of healers, who should know better, I might add, but didn't. And once they're dead I've got to find some bloody birth control because Sirius threw up when I said he could get pregnant, and then he hyperventilated, and I never want to see that again.
0: Nor does my sofa. Regulus was making the kind of snobby, barred comments he only made when he was truly stressed, which usually happened when Sirius was injured. What did the healers do? Remus asked, feeling a bit itchy at the mention of them.
1: Enough to lose their rights to a tongue,
0: Regulus said grimly. I'll help, Remus said. Of course
1: you will. That's why you're here.
0: No, with the healers.
1: I'm murdering the healers, Remus. Keep up. You're shagging Sirius.
0: The world tilted under Remus, and he let out an instinctive little whimper. What? He said weakly. Regulus ground his teeth and then, very slowly and deliberately, pointed at Remus. You, Alpha he pointed up the stairs.
1: Sirius, Omega, Big Heat, go shag, help him.
0: Why me? Remus whispered.
1: Because you have been pining for six years and I am sick of it. And because he asked for you, you rotten idiot,
0: Regulus said, losing all semblance of patience. Who
1: else is going to do
0: it? No one, of course. Remus could admit that. Trying to pretend he didn't love Sirius was bad enough. The idea of him kissing anyone else, running their hands down his pale sides, nodding. Remus groaned, scrubbed one hand across his face. He asked.
1: Of course he asked.
0: Does he know what that means? Regulus looked like he was going to curse him soon.
1: Does he know? Remus, he's not a fucking child. Just because he doesn't go around shagging. He's never. Of course he has.
0: Regulus said angrily. Remus's chest hurt. What? He said, breathless like Regulus had socked him.
1: What do you think happened when he didn't present? Lupin, do you think our parents just kicked up their heels and waited?
0: Regulus demanded.
1: Do you think they said, Okay, son, you only exist to make heirs for this family and your brother is a beater who can't impregnate an ovulating vela but it's absolutely fine if you don't feel inclined. How fucking stupid are you? Did you body swap with Peter or something? I called you for help and you were being absolutely, spectacularly unfucking helpful
0: Little brother, Sirius said. He was standing at the top of the stairs and he looked, well, delicious, but also ill. He was clutching his stomach desperately, his cheeks too pink burns, his hair wild and falling out of the bun it was pulled back in. There was a layer of sweat over his face, and his lower lip was plumper than usual like someone had kissed him too hard. He was wearing a white t-shirt, three sizes too big, loose around the collar so his collarbones were on display, which was sinful in and of itself. He wasn't wearing any trousers, just a loose pair of boxers, and Remus thought he could come just from looking at him. Sirius's voice was hoarse when he spoke. Stop being a dick. Regulus gnashed his teeth, kicked out at a bench that ran low and elegant along the wall.
1: I thought I told you to rest.
2: I thought I told you that you weren't mother,
0: Sirius said.
1: Our mother would not be this nice to you if you had fucking finally gone into heat.
0: Sirius grimaced. Don't say the H word. It's gross. Hadfoot, Remus said, his mouth dry. Sirius smelled divine, like heat and want and burnt sugar. Remus wanted to swallow him whole. He thought he would, if he got any closer. Hi Mooney, Sirius said smiling a little, although it didn't quite reach his eyes. Surprise. Remus moved towards the stairs, just a step. you? he drifted off. Okay seemed like the wrong word. My stomach hurts, Sirius said. Also, I sort of need you to fuck me. Remus closed his eyes, let the words wash over him. He wondered if he was hallucinating. Only he had jerked off to the idea of Sirius saying as much more than once. When he opened his eyes, Sirius looked ashamed.
2: Well, I don't need. Listen, I know you don't want to, and that's. I get it, I mean. Don't want to,
0: Remus echoed. I know I'm not your type, said Sirius Black, world's most attractive man, embodiment of all of Remus's wet dreams. It's, um, it's up to you. I can take it. I mean. He looked a little redder.
2: Not you. Or oh, I could, but I don't have to. I can take the heat.
0: Without your. Ah, uh, help. What? Remus asked.
1: He's being noble and self-sacrificing.
0: Regulus said in a scathing voice. No, it's fine. Sirius said quickly. Listen,
2: they're suppressants, right?
1: They won't do shit for you now, you dumb asshole.
0: Regulus snapped.
1: I can't believe how fucking stupid the lot of you are. First James with his bloody jokes, and then, what's a heat, Lupin, and now my own bloody brother. Go have sex, Sirius.
0: He ended it with a little shriek and then stormed down the hall into the heart of Grimauld Place, slamming at least two doors behind him. Remus stood in the stillness, watched the miserable blush on Sirius's cheeks spread down his neck. Regulus is pretty stressed, huh? Remus asked. You should have seen him at Mungo's, Sirius said, not quite looking at him.
2: He blew up half a ward. How did you end up there? Sirius looked away, pursed his lips. My magic went wonky. I thought I was just ill. I haven't done this before. I didn't realize what was off until the lead healer stuck his hand down my pants.
0: He walked, Remus asked, fists clenching. Don't start.
3: I broke his nose. That's unethical, Remus said. The healer, I mean.
2: Yeah, well. Sirius shrugged. Tell that to them. Or don't because Regulus already did. He set their desks on fire.
0: I'm glad he came to get you, Remus said softly. I'm not helpless, Sirius said, looking back at him finally, chin tilted up defiantly. I can take care of myself. I know that, Remus said and did. How many times had he watched Sirius pick someone apart with magic before they could even draw their wands?
3: I just, it had to be hard, dueling a bunch of healers at once when you don't feel
0: good. Sirius opened his mouth and closed it. Very hard, he said, teeth ground together in a clear lie. He crossed his arms. I mean, not too hard, but... You didn't duel them. Of course I did. Sirius, Remus said plainly. Sirius let out a long breath, looked down the hallway at the top of the stairs. I can't. Do magic. Right now. What?
2: I can't do magic. Sirius shouted, throwing his hands up. Something about the stupid fucking heat and how long it was delayed and I'm just a squib with a stomach ache and a boner, alright? I can't do any magic and my stupid baby brother had to rescue me from a handsy healer and now I'm not allowed to go anywhere because apparently I smell fuckable and the only person I would ever fuck doesn't want to fuck me,
0: which is fine, but I— Sirius cut off with a little gasp, like he hadn't meant to say all that. He planted his hands on his knees, breathing hard.
2: Merlin, Mooney, I feel like shit. Okay? Please don't
0: take the piss. Please. Remus swayed on his feet. It was a lot of information. The healer, who needed their hand broken. Sirius, who did indeed smell fuckable but more importantly couldn't do magic, and maybe most importantly wanted to fuck somebody. Somebody who didn't want to fuck him back. Who? Remus asked roughly. He cleared his throat and tried again. I mean, um. Who what? Sirius groaned, shuddering like his body was clenching all at once. Who do you want
3: to fuck? Who doesn't want to fuck you? Merlin Hooney, please.
0: Please, please, please. I can't. Sirius let out a shaky little breath like he might cry. Not right now. Tell me, Remus said. I can help you, but I just, I just need to know. Maybe I can find them for you. I need to know who you will be picturing when I fuck you, Remus thought. I need to know who gets the life I wanted. Sirius made a frustrated noise, his face twisting up like he was in pain. Tu a bete com te he spat turned on his heel and stalked down the hall Remus stared after him Sirius didn't speak French very often and Remus didn't know he had any French friends To Abete he'd never met someone with the name before but maybe Sirius had a pen pal or maybe it was an old family friend Remus forced himself to think about who it might be so he couldn't think about the fact that it wasn't him Disappointment hung low in his belly It was easier to think that Sirius just didn't want anyone, not that he wanted someone else. He doesn't belong to you, Remus thought, even though it hurt in the way it had always hurt, ripping in his chest that he had learned to breathe around. There was only one way forward. Sirius needed to have sex, and he wanted to have it with Tuibete. He took a breath and moved through the house, following the path Regulus had stormed. He got lost for a little bit in a sitting room. Stumbled into a library he had never seen before, and finally found Regulus in the kitchen, sipping a cup of tea and looking much less dangerous. In fact, he just looked stressed. Remus wasn't surprised. Regulus was usually friendly these days, and when he wasn't, it was a cover for some emotion or another. He looked up when Remus came in and sighed, setting down his mug. Lupin,
1: please don't tell me you bought the self sacrificing act,
0: Regulus said tiredly. You never call me Lupin anymore, Remus said, cautiously taking a seat at the small kitchen table. The rest of Grimmauld Place was still intimidating, but it felt cozy in the kitchen, a room designed for living, not impressing. Regulus grunted at him, swung his wand to put a steaming mug of tea in front of Remus.
1: My brother is usually not burning up from repressed magical gender norms, but here we are.
3: He'll be okay. Heats happen, even without, um, without help. They only last a week or so. Regulus grimaced. If only we should
1: be so lucky. Sirius never does anything by halves, so yes, a normal heat might pass in a week with or without the help of a mate. But this is all bound up with his magical core.
0: Magical enmeshment, Remus asked, jerking his head up. Regulus nodded grimly.
1: It's burning him out, making him sick, probably because he pushed it off so long.
0: He couldn't control it, though. He just didn't present. Regulus sighed, dropped into a chair across from Remus.
1: No, he presented in his sixth year. Or started to, and then he panicked, and then he just. Magicked it away.
0: What? Remus asked. He thought of Sirius in sixth year, so fucking beautiful Remus could hardly look at him. Suppressants or no, something about Sirius made him want to bite, to pin him to the bed and fuck him until he begged. Remus had spent that year in broom closets with Benji Fenwick, pretending it was Sirius, pretending he wasn't going mad. Sixth, I would have noticed. Trust me, I was paying attention.
1: You two were fighting. That stupid business with Snape.
0: Remus opened his mouth and closed it again. Sirius had presented in sixth year and never told him. Sirius had presented and magicked it away, a feat that was impossible but also sounded entirely plausible for Sirius Black. How, your parents? Remus said.
1: There's a reason I dueled my father the day I turned sixteen,
0: Regulus said, rubbing his face tiredly.
1: They would've. Well, you know what they would've done, had they found out. At least before that, they worked on the assumption he was an alpha and it was just a lot of whining omegas trying to rub their sense on him.
0: Regulus rolled his eyes.
1: There was this party Petronella Parkinson climbed him like a tree, trying to induce a rut.
0: Please don't tell me, Remus said, feeling a little sick to his stomach, and also like he could bite through the wood of the table.
1: Merlin, Remus, this is why I called for you. You've been mad for him for years.
0: Yes,
3: but he isn't mad for me. And I won't. I can't force him. I won't do it. I won't ever do
0: that. Remus shook his head, wrapped his fingers around the mug the heat of it grounding him, something to feel beyond jealousy and despair. He told me who he wants. Will you help me find them? Regulus arched one dark eyebrow.
1: My brother, Sirius Orion Black, told you who he wants. Don't look at me like that. He gave me a name. Was the name Lemus Rupin?
0: No, you saw Tu Espet. Do you know them? Tu Espet? Regulus asked, his lips quirking up. Yeah, that. He said some other stuff, maybe a title of sorts. Remus frowned as Regulus looked down at the table, smiling with such a pleased look that Remus felt like he could die. You know him, don't you? Remus asked. Of course Regulus knew. He knew, and he could find Tua, and Tua would marry Sirius. And Remus would try to be happy for them but never, ever would. Tu es bet com tsp? Regulus asked. Remus nodded, swallowed hard. Tua probably was very good-looking and very rich. Tua would be a fantastic lover. Tua would wrap his fingers around Sirius's elegant wrists and kiss him in the moonlight.
1: You're as dumb as your feet,
0: Regulus said. Remus frowned. Rude.
1: That's what it means, Remus. You're as dumb as your feet. It's not a name, it's a French insult, and clearly well-deserved.
0: Remus stared across the table at Regulus, who looked utterly delighted for the first time all day. But 2S, Remus mumbled.
1: 2S, you are as dumb as your feet. What did you say to him to get him throwing insults?
3: He, he said he wanted to fuck
0: someone and they didn't want to fuck him and I asked who and he said, um, that. Remus looked down at the mug, his brain moving slow in the face of insurmountable evidence. Oh. Regulus sighed happily, leaning back in his chair.
1: Not to say I'm always right, but I'm always right, and you could have saved yourself this last half hour of pining if you just listened to what I said and kissed Sirius.
3: I didn't know he never said.
1: He follows you around like a lovesick puppy. He lives with you. He got in one bloody fight with you in sixth year and repressed his heats for the next half a decade because if he couldn't shag you, he wasn't going to shag anyone.
0: Regulus said with some annoyance.
1: Which has been a real irritation to me. If you'd like to know, since I've had to spend all this time worrying he didn't mesh with his magical core, and now he has. Having a brother is so annoying.
0: Never develop one. Remus could do nothing but blink down at the mug. Sirius liked him. Sirius wanted him. Sirius had turned down half the magical world and some very good-looking centaurs because he wanted Remus, and the idea of anyone else was so troubling that he'd risk his own magic to avoid it. He likes me, Remus whispered. Merlin, Regulus groaned.
1: If I'd have known how stupid Gryffindors were, I would have picked the other side in the war. You lot do not deserve to run the magical world.
0: He likes me, Remus said again, letting himself taste the words.
1: Likes, loves, is besotted by, has written a number of terrible poems regarding pleas. I'd really rather not discuss it any further. It's disgusting and I need to go get some
3: birth control,
1: if you remember me saying, and murder some healers.
0: Remus looked up. Wait for me, for the healers. He stood up abruptly, pushing the mug of tea back towards Regulus. But um, not the birth control. Get that sooner rather than later. Sirius was having a truly miserable day. It was bad enough that his magic had gone out, dried out like a river in drought right in the middle of fussing with a new spell. It was worse that he had to go to St. Mungo's, a place he avoided like the plague, and sit on a stupid little table and have healers ask him dumb questions like,
1: Has anyone ever told you that you should probably drink water on occasion?
0: It was horrifying that the healer had groped him, slid his hand into Sirius's jeans and growled, You smell like a treat, against his mouth. Sirius really objected to that, because he was wearing cologne and it smelled of cedar and pine, thank you. He had tried to curse the healer, and when that hadn't worked, a moment of terror Sirius didn't feel like revisiting, he had flailed for the two-way mirror he kept in his pocket, shouted Regulus's name, and climbed on top of a cabinet. Regulus was fast, at least, reflexes still sharp from wartime, and he had looked like thunder when he flung the door to the examination room open. He had apparated them back to Grimald Place as soon as the ward started burning and thrown up all the defensive spells he knew around the house. James wasn't home, and that was a mercy, because apparently Sirius smelled too good to resist, and he did not want to be groped by James anymore. He didn't want to be groped by anybody. Except Remus, of course, who would never want to grope Sirius as long as he lived. Sirius had long ago accepted that Remus wasn't interested. He had flirted and teased and done everything short of ripping off his clothes and begging, but Remus didn't like him like that. And that was fine. Well, it wasn't. It broke his heart and made him sick at least once a week. But he wanted Remus to be happy. And if Remus would be happier with someone else, then Sirius would just be his friend. Being friends would be enough for him. Sirius rubbed his face against the bed in the room Regulus had built for him at Grimald Place. It was nicer than his old one, which Regulus had quietly moved up to the attic before building a new one with plush cream carpet and a bright, flowery wallpaper, lupin and foxglove. This room had sunshiny windows and a giant bed and a closet with no door, so Sirius could never be locked in there, scratching and begging his mother to let him out. The new Grimald place was nice. It felt safer now, less ominous. It felt like being surrounded by Regulus and James, like the house would stand between him and a curse. And if he had to pick a place to finger himself while thinking desperately of Remus Lupin, it beat his own bedroom in the flat they shared with thin, thin walls. He groaned, twisting his finger deeper. He wasn't very good at this, and the angle was wrong, but he closed his eyes tight and pretended it was Remus, Remus with his strong arms and his sunset eyes and his beautiful mouth. Remus pinning him down on the bed, husky in his ear, fucking him until the clawing emptiness subsided. Only the emptiness did not subside. His stomach spasmed, a wave of ache and pain running from his toes to his neck, and he whimpered with it. He was wet like a fucking girl, and it hurt, his eyes pricking with tears. Sirius knew he could get someone else.
1: There are services,
0: Regulus had said, or James. No way am I having sex with James. You keep your sloppy seconds. Sirius grumbled, having just vomited all over Regulus's nice sofa. Regulus rolled his eyes.
1: I know about you too, in your fifth year, you know.
0: That was fifth
2: year, Sirius said, before I saw him make googly eyes at you.
1: Fine. You know who that leaves.
2: No way. No. He doesn't want. No.
1: You can have a service, you can have James, or you can owl Lucius Malfoy. I'm sure he'd shag you in a second. Literally, if none of those options are to your liking, I'm calling for Remus.
0: Fine. Sirius snapped, just to get his brother off his back. And because secretly, he hoped. Stupidly, he hoped, even after all this time, a thousand little no's, he hoped that one day Remus would look at him and see something worth wanting. And of course Remus had come smelling like the cure to sirius's ache and stood at the foot of the stairs so fucking immune to sirius that he didn't even blink just asked who and offered to get someone else someone stupid enough and boring enough to want to fuck him sirius wailed into a pillow physical pain and heartache all bundled around each other his stupid dick so hard he could probably rip it off and beat himself over the head with it He needed so badly and Remus would never need him like that, and that's why he had tried not to have this. He pulled his finger out and thrust it in again, and it felt good but it was nothing compared to the fire inside of him. He whimpered biting the pillow, already damp with his sweat and saliva. That's not enough, is it? Remus asked softly. Sirius opened his eyes, found Remus standing at the foot of his bed. He whined incoherently, angrily. The part of his brain that was still human wanted to scream at Remus to get out. Didn't he ever knock and couldn't he let Sirius die with at least half his dignity? But most of him wanted to somehow unhinge his jaw so he could take bigger, deeper breaths full of Remus's good forest smell. Remus's eyes were dark when he leaned onto the bed, holding himself up with one strong arm even as his fingers danced up Sirius's leg. One finger isn't enough, Padfoot. You're going to need something more. Ha oh god. Sirius groaned. Because even his voice made Sirius wetter. And he would die like this. One finger in his arse. Naked and sweating while Remus stared at him. That's why it hurts so bad. Remus went on. His hand. Fuck. He was so strong. Grabbing Sirius's leg and bending it up towards his chest. Pressing until Sirius was almost bent in half. The sticky skin of his thigh bent towards his torso. Sirius let him do it, couldn't really resist, even though he knew it left him open and exposed. You need more, Remus said softly, and pushed two slender fingers into Sirius's wet, clenching hole. Ah fuck, Sirius shouted arching, even as Remus fucked his fingers in and out. Fuck, fuck, Merlin and
2: Morwenna and all the fucking saints.
0: Remus's mouth quirked up in a smile. Is that so? he asked scissoring his fingers apart, and Sirius whined in the back of his throat. Who is the saint of anal sex, then, Padfoot? Yeah, you are. Sirius groaned, thrashing his head on the pillow. Fuck, fuck, if you're taking the piss. Remus curled his fingers and Sirius's hips arched off the bed completely. Do I look like I'm messing around? Remus asked. I don't know. Oh, Merlin, please, Mooney, I can't. Shush, Remus soothed. His fingers slipped out of Sirius, who could have screamed, it felt so awful to be empty. But Remus's palms were pushing his other thigh up to his chest, and he was kneeling on the bed now. He grasped Sirius's cock and Sirius did scream, overheated and oversensitive, and drowning. You've waited too long, Remus murmured, his fingers light against the head of Sirius's cock. That's why it's so much. It's always a lot, but you've held it all in, Sirius. Sirius whimpered, his hips rolling involuntarily every time Remus brushed over his cock, feeling like he was dying and coming alive all at once. You should have let it out, Remus said softly. I couldn't, Sirius said, squeezing his eyes closed. I couldn't, I couldn't, I can't. Not. Not without me, Remus said, and Sirius nodded miserably, clenching his fingers in the sheets. There was the horrible, shameful crux of it. He'd rather burn himself out than do this with anyone who wasn't Remus John Lupin. Remus wrapped his hand around his cock, and there was some gust of magic that Sirius couldn't quite figure out, and then he was bent over Sirius's body, all bare skin and scars. He kissed Sirius, too delicate and sweet to be real. You'll never do this without me, Remus promised, and thrust inside of him. Sirius wailed, his body one overtaught string and if it wasn't for Remus pinning him down he would have broken away into a million drifting parts. Remus's cock was a huge bulge inside of him, forcing into him, inexorable and undeniable. He was big, and even with all the slick there was a burn, but the pleasure that sizzled up his spine was indistinguishable from the pain. Breathe, breathe, love, you've got to breathe. Remus panted, his hands cupped around Sirius's thighs, holding him still, holding him open. Sirius turned his head to grab at one of the too-many-throw pillows, pulling it against his mouth to muffle the horrible noise he was making. He cried out when Remus snatched it away, threw it hard across the room. No way, Remus said, his eyes dark and his voice strained. I want to hear you. I want to hear all the pretty noises you make. Sirius's arm flew to his mouth, and he bit down hard on his own wrist, muffling a moan. Remus shuddered. No. He said firmly, grabbed Sirius's wrist and pinned it over his head. I said I want to hear you. Oh my
3: fucking Merlin's balls. Sirius whimpered. Yeah, like that.
0: Remus agreed and lowered his head, brushing his lips against Sirius's overheated collarbone. What other noises can you make? He pulled back, a slow drag against Sirius's prostate, and then he rocked forward again. And Sirius didn't know what he was saying anymore practically delirious with want, twisting his wrists frantically in Remus's grip and arching up from the bed like a feral creature. Yeah, good, let it out, Remus panted, thrusting hard inside of him. Sirius had never been so full, and his eyes watered with it, his thighs trembling against Remus's sides. Remus fucked him in even, steady strokes, watching Sirius with a kind of hunger he couldn't look back at. So he squeezed his eyes shut and let himself feel Remus fucking him so good and so deep he would die. Remus bent over him, his breath hot on Sirius's ear. Does it feel good? He demanded, punctuating his words with one forceful thrust of his hips. Sirius made an incoherent noise in response, going high and loud when Remus sunk his teeth into his shoulder. Say it feels good. Remus growled against his skin. It feels good. Sirius cried, digging his nails into Remus's arm as Remus pulled out again, all the way, and Sirius moaned as the thick head of his cock split him open all over again.
2: It feels good.
0: Please, I need you to fuck me. Remus snapped his hips and Sirius yelled. You're going to smell like me for weeks. Remus groaned. Even people who
3: pass you on the street will know exactly who you belong to.
0: Sirius sucked in a shaky breath as Remus fucked him harder thrusting in fast and sharp so that the headboard slammed into the wall behind them. Remus, please, I need fuck, I need. Remus snarled, pulled out and flipped Sirius onto his front. Put your ass up. Remus ordered, and Sirius obeyed, couldn't help obeying, just buried his face in his arms as Remus gripped his hip bones and thrust back in. And now it wasn't just the thick force of Remus's cock but an added pressure there at the base of it and Sirius bit down hard on his own arm to keep from howling. Sirius! Remus snarled, and then Sirius's arm was wrenched behind his back.
3: What did I say? Those noises belong to me and I want to hear them or I will make you scream.
0: Sirius cried out, burning alive under the heat of Remus, and he pushed back against the pressure of Remus's cock. Please I need, I need you. Sirius begged, couldn't believe he was saying the words but he did need Remus needed to be so full he forgot what emptiness was. Fuck, yes, Remus swore, and Sirius found himself dragged up onto his knees, his back to Remus's chest, Remus's teeth in his shoulder, and his hands splayed across his belly. Sirius pressed back hard against the pressure at his hole, but he couldn't quite manage, the angle wasn't right, and he was dying for want of it. He grabbed Remus's arm, lifted it from his belly and bit down hard. He had one moment of brilliant delight, and then Remus threw him back down to the bed, used both hands to spread his cheeks apart. You're wet like a bitch, Sirius. Remus growled, and then his thumbs were pulling at Sirius's hole, pulling him open. Anyone who ever touches you is going to know your mind. Sirius rubbed his cheek against the bed, gasping. No one else. He moaned, hoarse and broken, the truth spilling out of him uncontrollably. Just you, Remus. Only you. Remus jerked forward, pulling Sirius open with his thumbs, forcing the knot into him, and Sirius shouted in something like euphoria, relief even as his body spasmed around the thick press of it. There. Sirius moaned, the desperate ache driven out of his body by Remus's fingers and his cock. That, yes, yes. Come. Remus gasped, rocking forward, driving himself relentlessly deeper. Come, like this, on my cock, because you need it, because you're mine. Sirius's orgasm ripped through him like even his body knew it was Remus's. New Remus had the final say about this kind of thing. His vision going white and his hips twisting frantically against the constraint of Remus's fingers. A wave of pleasure so intense that Sirius was left boneless and shivery in its wake. Distantly Sirius could feel Remus's fingers digging in hard to his hips as he came. Shouting above him. But he only really floated back into his body when Remus rolled them onto their sides, breathing hard in his ear. Shush! Remus soothed, rubbing his hand over Sirius's side, his chest. Shush, it's all right, I know, it's intense. Sirius felt like he was floating, aftershocks running through him and making his muscles clench all at once, and every time they did, he gasped, the wide, blunt force of Remus's not keeping him open. Remus, I... Sirius began, cut off with a groan. I know, Remus murmured, stroking over his ribs. Relax, just stay here with me. I'm stuck, Sirius said, laughing a little, the noise hysterical. You're a wiggly person, Padfoot. I wouldn't put it past you to start kicking, Remus said, nosing at his ear. That would hurt, Sirius said, but he still tensed jerking a little as remus's fingers brushed over his balls ah fuck that's sorry sorry remus said clearly wasn't cup sirius's balls in his hand you're sensitive he murmured sounding a little delighted i just got fucked lupin sirius gasped grabbing at remus's arm yeah remus hummed stroking his thumb over sirius's balls like they belonged to him a thought that made Sirius's stomach clench without his permission. Do you want to talk about it? Ah, fuck. Mooney, quit that. Sirius arched, the movement causing Remus to shift inside of him, and that felt delicious and a little too much. Remus groaned, tugged him back into place. Quit wiggling. You're touching me. Sirius hissed.
3: I'd stop wiggling if you stopped touching me. I'm making up for lost time.
0: Besides, serves you right. You've been suppressing this since sixth year. Remus demanded, his grip on Sirius's balls tightening just a little. Sirius stilled, shame rising up hot in his throat. He squeezed his eyes shut. Sixth year, and Remus barely spoke to him, still furious and hurt over the prank. Fucking Benji Fenwick like Sirius didn't even exist. Because Remus didn't like him like this, had fucked him as a favor, a pity fuck. Sirius, Remus said softly in his ear, releasing him to rest his fingers, gentle, against Sirius's hip. Talk to me. We shouldn't have done this, Sirius said tightly. Remus made a little punched out noise. What? Christ, it's a little too late for that.
2: I'm sorry I asked. I'm sorry I pulled you into this. I... I'm going to move out, okay? I'm going to move out and you can have the flat. What?
0: Remus half-shouted. Was it that fucking bad? Sirius tried to lurch forward, then gave a little yelp as Remus dragged him back hard. Remus hissed in his ear. What did I say, about wiggling, you'll injure us both, stay still. I'm sorry. Sirius said again, his breath coming fast. I'm sorry, and I shouldn't have asked, and... Remus's teeth sunk in hard to his shoulder, the feeling so good and surprising that Sirius stuttered to a halt moaning, clenching down hard on Remus's cock. Remus's fingers were tight at his hips, grinding forward just enough to make Sirius's vision blur. You are not moving out, Remus said in his ear, his voice low. And you are not taking this back.
3: I waited too fucking long for you to take this back. I have wanted you since since wanting was
0: created. I love you, Sirius. Sirius's breath caught in his chest. You want me? he whispered. I, fuck. Is it too soon for that? Only I do. Love you, I mean. Remus knows that the bite mark, still stinging. I always have. As?
3: As a friend? Sirius, my dick is in your ass as we speak. What do you think?
2: I've had a friend's dick in my ass before. It's very possible.
0: Remus went still against his back, and then bit him again, harder this time. And when he let go he licked the spot he had bitten before sinking his teeth back in worrying at it until Sirius was gasping and rocking, his cock twitching back towards fullness. I'm going to kill James, Remus said in a low, throaty voice, wrapping his fingers around Sirius's cock again. But first I'm going to make you come. I already came, Sirius gasped. I told you, Remus said, rolling them over so he was on top of Sirius, grinding into him, causing sparks to explode behind his eyes. I'm making up for lost time. Venite. Thanks for listening to this text to speech podfic composed by Burning Aurora.